The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show. Listen, man, we're in the playoffs one way or another. I'm going to hit on that and more here on show 481. Well, before I start this show, let me just say this. Uh, I'd like to say a prayer for our quarterback, Derek Carr. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just ask that you heal him. You heal his heart as well, all the work and effort this young man has put into this season, dashed with a broken leg. But Heavenly Father, we know that you know every step we take before we take it. There is a great plan in store for him and for the Raiders, I'm sure. Jesus, we just ask that you guard his heart and heal him up so he can come and play some football. That that is what we are praying for, Lord. Amen. I should go ahead and ask for some forgiveness of sin, because trust me, I am inflamed with rage after Derek Carr got hurt. Let me just get into the show. What's on the show? Let me just tell you right now. On today's show, we'll have a short post-game for My Blue Ponies, uh, a game we had in hand for sure. We could have throttled these guys like we were on our way to. They were getting thumped until our young quarterback went down. We'll also hit on a pregame for the Denver Broncos. We'll do the bone line because there's a lot of callers in. We'll talk a little bit about Matt Begloin and his possibilities of success and that and the other thing i want to hit on matter of fact i'm going to start on this right now the media mediocrity of sports For my life, I have been a sports fan my entire breathing life. I've loved sports. I've watched some of the very best sports commentators in this country for the history of the time that I've been here, in my 59 years, actually. And I am insulted at the new lows that uh, so-called mediots Uh, have reached when it comes to the Oakland Raiders. I'm not the only one who sees this buffoonery. I'm sure that you do too. You see there's no coverage on the Raiders. There's no real hope for the Raiders. As a matter of fact, this morning I was looking at the NFL Network and one of these idiots had the gall to say, well, why are you even talking about anybody else in the AFC? The Patriots are going to win it. They're going to win it all out. Let me remind you, Hammerheads, they were supposed to win the Super Bowl twice and did not, even in their perfect, less than perfect season. Do they think that the mainstream in this country are all Patriot fans or Cowboy fans? 
I don't understand the inequity and the buffoonery when it comes to the Oakland Raiders and the lack of respect. We got very little respect when Derek Carr was healthy, and now that he's injured, they are hating on us even more. It's JT the Brick. Don't you love these guys in the national media? I told you about them, didn't I? I told you about them. You find them locally. Locally, they love the Raiders, and they're all on board with the Raiders, and now they hate the Raiders. Or nationally, oh, can I please, please, they're begging. Oh, they're calling over to Alameda. Can we please have a guest? Please, pretty please, please. We'll put them on Fox, ESPN, NFL Network, please. Then the Raiders lose car. Silence. No phone calls. No. Let's move on. Let's move on to the next team. That's what they do. We are a non-factor when it comes to the playoff picture. We are not anything to be concerned about on any other team. And I'll tell you right now, for this Raider fan, I hope that our team looks at all of this buffoonery. I hope they feel the disrespect from the NFL and take their game to the highest freaking level. Excuse my language. I am insulted as a sports fan and as someone who enjoys sports and enjoys a good commentator. I mean, I'll take a hit when we deserve a hit, but these guys are vultures and hacks. And I've had enough of their buffoonery. I'm sure you have too. That's why I'm so happy and proud that we represent the Oakland Raiders. We are a fan podcast Four fellow fans. No buffoonery here. I call it like I see it. You guys know it. But this is an all-new place. I could not believe my ears coming up to this last contest. At home in Oakland, it was ridiculous. Shame on you, ESPN, NFL Network, and all you other buffoons out there. I'll tell you what, Stephen A. Smith's giving us some love. Is it possible for the Raiders to make it all the way to the AFC Championship game? Yes. Because the fact of the matter is, is that if they win, if they end up winning the division, they'll only have to win one game to get there. And everybody's talking about Derek Carr, and we have to give respect where it's due and recognize that Derek Carr is a devastating loss. He's a candidate for league MVP. He's been playing lights out. There's no doubt about that. But this kid, Matt McGloin, mm-hmm. This kid right here, let's keep this stuff in perspective. Yes, he's no Derek Carr. That is absolutely true. But you still have Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. You still have Michael Crabtree. You still have Latavius Murray and, Day- and Jalen Richard and, and DeAndre Washington. You still And you still have that offensive line who is considered second only to the Dallas Cowboys in the entire NFL in terms of stout offensive lines. And so when you look at it from that perspective, if we were willing to give props and respect to how the Oakland Raiders defense was on the upswing. You're talking about the number three overall ranked offense. Derek Carr, no doubt. There's no replacing him. But essentially what you're asking me is that with all those requisite parts around him, the offensive line, those wideouts, that running attack, okay, you're asking me can they win one game in a playoff? En route to the AFC Championship game. I think it's possible. So I'm not ready to just sit up there and say it's the end. I will tell you it's a devastating loss. I didn't have them going to the Super Bowl anyway, yet alone winning it. Mm-hmm. But could they make the AFC Championship game with the right matchup and a good performance by the rest of the troops? I think they could. There's a couple guys out there giving us some love. 
Very few, however. And, well, you know what? We don't need it because we've always been here for each other. And that is all I have to say about that. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let's do a short post game, shall we? Well, on a beautiful day in Oakland, the Oakland Raiders beat uh, my Blue Ponies. That's right. The Indianapolis Colts came to town and got throttled. If not for the injury to Derek Carr, it would have been an abysmal score. Uh, They were going nowhere fast until Derek got hurt. And then there were the heroics of trying to come back. And you can't blame them because they were playing for a playoff berth as well. It was a tragic accident. Wasn't like it's something bad that they planned on doing to Derek. It just happens. Unfortunately for us, after 13 long dry seasons, our number one quarterback is down, at least for now. Uh, there's rumor that he could come back if we win and go to the Super Bowl. I hope so. When's the earliest Oakland could see Derek Carr return? Well, what we saw was his foot twist to the outside. So that's how somebody gets a high ankle sprain. When you end up breaking a bone along with that, that's a big deal because you tear what we call the syndesmosis, which is the membrane that holds the tibia, the big bone of your shin, to the fibula, the little bone of your shin. If you read his lips right here, he actually says, it's broke. So what you need to do then is both repair the bone and then you also have to repair that syndesmosis. You have to bring those two bones back together and fix them there and then those have to heal. So you're looking at six weeks on crutches and then another six weeks to allow the bone to heal fully and then you have to get strong. So out of Charlotte, there was a great study looking at athletes returning from a surgery like this and it's a six month recovery, six to seven months. So it's a big deal. I wouldn't expect to see him even if the Raiders made it to the Super Bowl. So in a critical moment, when the when the Coliseum was just roaring, we were just pummeling these guys, silence prevailed throughout the stadium. As Derek Carr grabbed his leg, rolled around, said, I think it's broke. You could read his lips. We're waiting. What's up? Tragic silence for the rest of the game and worry for every single Raider fan around the globe. I cannot tell you personally how many times I stopped throughout my day the last two days after the game and the day of the game and said, I don't believe it. I can't believe it. What a bad bunch of luck. That is terrible. It was a horrible twist of fate. But like I said, God has his plan, and we have ours. Matt McGloin, our tried-and-true blue, he's been our backup for a very long time. Well, he came in and did his thing. Thank goodness he did, because uh, they were coming close to coming back and winning that game, 
if not for some key plays and throws by this young man. Let me just say this too, as long as I'm on it. The mainstream media, as soon as Carr got hurt, the whole garbage about, oh, why was he in the game? The game was in hand. They should have taken him out of the game. Really? What a bunch of knuckleheads. Second guess this coach. We've got 12 wins, folks, and you're second guessing them still after this time of the season. These guys are pure hacks looking for any excuse for any drama, and they try to infuse drama into the Raider organization with this blatant garbage about how Carr should have been taken out. No, 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 no. Carr needed to finish his contest and keep going because we have one more game to play. If he wouldn't have got hurt, this was how we were going to run the rest of this season. Hello, everybody but the Raider fan. I want a Super Bowl ring. I want to see this team do it. Are they going to win the Super Bowl with Matt McGloin? Most people say no. Most people are saying it's over. It's done. It's a knockout. The Raiders were knocked out in a heavyweight fight when Carr went down. Maybe they're right. I don't know. This is a 12-round fight. We're in the seventh or eighth round. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, there's some matchups I don't like. I don't want to see Pittsburgh. Uh, Kansas City is a really difficult matchup. And Tom Brady, potentially, in Foxborough, no one wants that matchup. But there's a couple of things that could happen here over the next couple of weeks that could set up the silver and black for an opportunity to shock the world. And it would be shocking the world and it would quiet a lot of people who are already digging the hole and ready to throw the Raiders in it and start putting dirt on it everybody's counting the Raiders out done finished over great season wait until next year wait until next year what are you talking about (laughs) wait until next year I've been waiting 14 years talking Raiders football with them not being in the playoffs you think I'm going to throw dirt on this pile now or start digging a hole like an undertaker no shot I'm leading this McGloin train we'll keep it going as long as we can so that's where we're at Win the game in Denver, and all is good. I got two weeks of Raiders playoff radio. We'll stir the pot. We'll have a ball. If the Raiders lose this game, all hands on deck, and it's panic time. It's actual panic time because the Raiders have to start on the road and win three road games with a backup quarterback. Good luck with that. But if they get McGloin some rest and some time to dive into that playbook and Bill Musgrave and Del Rio coach him up and he's ready to go, I like Oakland's chances at home against anybody. Anybody. I don't care who you park in Oakland in that divisional playoff round. I like the Raiders' chances. Healthy, bringing back Mario Edwards Jr., who looked good last week, getting Crabtree some more rest, getting that three-headed monster clicking at the running back position, which it already is, and then getting the crowd into the game. Because I was there in San Diego where Phillip Rivers could not hear himself in his stadium. Imagine what the opposing quarterback will have to deal with in Oakland in a division playoff game. So it all comes down to the Denver game. And a lot of people are smart to say this. Look, if you can't beat Denver in Denver as they're resting some of their starters, they're putting guys on injured reserves, they have Trevor Simeon and Paxton Lynch, you're not going to win the Super Bowl anyway. That's accurate. That's accurate. If you can't win at Denver with Trevor Simeon, you're not going to beat Big Ben Roethlisberger probably or Tom Brady. So why don't we do this together? Why don't we just all agree to this? That this is the first round of the playoffs. Do we all agree? Instead of saying it's the last game of the regular season, the Raiders are already in, let's scrap that. 
Let's treat it on the flagship station. Let's get it to sound like it's the first round of the playoffs. Because that's what they do in Denver. They have Raider Week where they hate you. They despise you. They just make fun of you and mock you. They have all these guests on to make fun of the Raiders. Do the same thing here the remainder of the week and get in the head of the Broncos, rally around McGloin, and try to get this thing moving again. Because it's moving in the right direction other than Carr. It has been moving in a brilliant direction. But now the injury to Carr has reset everyone's opinion on the Raiders. Okay, so now we have McGloin. Now, you've seen him in the media. You see he's a gutsy dude. He's a gutsy dude. He's got a lot of confidence. And I don't believe he's played a lot with the first-string guys. He'll get a lot of experience this week for sure. He has never had a team this good underneath him. As, uh, you know, he struggled earlier this year too. So, listen, man, we got to put our eggs in the basket that we have in hand, and that basket is McGloin. He's the man. He's the quarterback. We got to ride him to the playoffs. He must take us through Denver to get to a bye week so that we can seek uh, a possible spot in the Super Bowl. That's our job. That's what we got to do. This guy is capable. I'd rather have him than what they have in Houston. Mm-hmm. I'd rather yeah. have him than what they have in Miami. I mean, he he could start in Cleveland. I mean, this guy could he probably start in San Francisco. I can name you eight or nine teams that this guy probably could start today. He's a smart kid. So I think Bill, looking at this and looking at this this quarterback situation, tough times don't last. Tough people do. Opportunities never lost is given to someone else. Next man up, McGoin's going to step up, and I think he's going to play and play well. Yeah. What is he? One in five as a starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He played with an awful team back in 13. They had no talent, okay? This is a team that has, what, three Pro Pro Bowlers on the offensive line. He's going to have plenty of time. You know, I just think about seven, seven on seven in practice. You get your backup quarterbacks can light your ass up when there's nobody rushing them. Do you real do you realize right. what what that does and what that did for Derek Carr this year? What that did to his game. He was sacked on average what once a little over one yeah. time a game. It's the first time he was hit all day against Indianapolis yeah. when he got injured. And, and and he held the ball a little too long. And he, he did was trying hold to make, it. he was trying to make a play and you didn't need to. And and that's the thing. You you don't fault a kid. He's just trying to make a play, but they're winning the game. If it's one minute left, okay, if he gets hurt, I know he's trying to make a play. But it wasn't need to. So now moving forward, Bill, like you said, they have talent on this team. And I believe that McGloin could do it if this team rallies around him and the receivers click with him. And I think he can do it. Uh, it's not the ideal situation. But we must go forward and play the games because that's what we're here for, folks, to play these games. And I think McGloin, given the time, given the protection, if he's a little faster with the ball, he needs to get that ball out a lot faster than he has been. He holds on to it, I'm saying, a good second and a half longer than Carr does. And that uh, will keep Carr clean a lot of the times. Uh, And he's going to need help. Team's got to rally. And this is how it is. This is what we got dealt. And so let's take this all the way to the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. McGloin can do it. Matter of fact, he can do it. The team has to stand up and do it with him. We shall see that uh, this coming Sunday in Denver. 
where we will play the Denver Broncos for the last time of the year. And they incidentally folded up like a cheap suit uh, when they played the Chiefs. Insulting game for this fan. They call themselves the AFC West team. That's ridiculous. They lay down for the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, let's get into the pregame longer talking about it. Yes, this Sunday, the Denver Broncos host the Oakland Raiders on the last game of the season, a season-ending game that we must win, period. There is no other thing that can go down on Sunday other than an Oakland Raider win. This is our control. This is the game we must have as a W. No matter what happens, we got to squeeze out a W in this contest. Now, I've told you that they laid down for the Chiefs, but I have a sneaking feeling that they're not going to do that for the Raiders. I think they're going to do everything they can to beat us. Uh, I think that's what the AFC West is all about. And I hope the Chargers lay the wood to the Chiefs. Uh, Even if they lost to the Browns, it should be a good wake-up call for the Chargers. They lost to the Browns. Now they play the Chiefs. Let's see what they could do with that. To redeem themselves, I am hoping. But McGloin has to bring the Raiders out with a W in this game. There's no other answer unless we want to be on the road for the rest of the playoffs. Unacceptable to this Raider fan. At this point, this team should rally. We should beat the Broncos at home by running the football, Musgrave. Over 200 yards rushing the last time we beat them. Three touchdowns, rushing touchdowns, by the way. We must pound the rock on these guys and pound it big time. Throw a sprinkling, occasional pass. Screen passes will work really well. Nothing over the flats. They'll pick us off. McGloin floats the ball too much. So let's get those edges and maybe some screens. So you're playing Denver. How did we beat them last time? We pounded them. We beat them up up front. So I think we do the same damn thing. And now the uh, Bill Musgraves offense, he can open it up because he now has a quarterback that can play under center. Now, here's the next thing. Defensive coordinators have not seen this Matt McGloin with this offense. So they don't know what to prepare for. I don't think Bill Musgrave is going to run the exact same offense that he runs with Derek Carr. And if he does, that will be a big mistake. He needs to figure out who Matt McGloin is real quickly and put in an offense that highlights all of his talents. We know this guy's tough. We know he has an arm. He's not real fast. So you're not going to get any running out of the guy. But this guy will sit in a pocket, and he will eat you up if you give him time. Well, that's the thing, too, I wanted to ask also, is that even if he's under center, Denver knows the Raiders are going to run. And I don't think they're going to respect McGloin's throwing ability until he proves them otherwise. If you were scheming this, Romo, wouldn't you think, hey, it's going to be 80% run? Oh, yeah, I'd be in an eight-man front. You know, that would be the mindset. I'd be in an eight-man front. I would force Matt McGloin 
to beat us throwing the football. But guess what? We know we seen this guy throw the football. We saw him throw that dart to Amari Cooper to you know to convert that the third Andre down. Holmes, that, third that down was, play. Absolutely threw that little out pass, which was nice. This guy can throw the football, guys. And everyone, all the guys say the same thing about him. He's a competitor. You know, you hear Jack in his press conference yesterday. He's a competitor. And he's got a chip on his shoulder. I like those kind of guys because I tell you what, I think he thinks he's a starter he should be league. starter. Yeah, yeah, that's what he thinks, and he I should. want that. I want that guy when he t- when he walks out on that field in Denver. I'm gonna kick your guy's ass, and there's nothing you can do about it. We can win this contest. We must win it to get to the playoffs. I don't even know what to say. The Broncos are a defeated team. They look defeated. Their coach is defeated. Let's go in there and just snuff them out and move on. Because this team can do it with McGloin at the helm. I know it. Once we get there, it's one game at a time. This is our game. We must win it. I say we, we beat the Broncos by 10 points in their house. And I think we can do that. At least 10 points. And then the playoff picture kind of changes a little bit for everyone. If New England wins, they'll, they'll get the number one seed. If they lose, we'll have the number one seed. But if we win our game, we get a bye, which is necessary for this football team. We need a bye week to get this mechanics together, practice harder, get together, get McGloin more involved in the offense. We need this time. We need to win this game. There's no two ways about it. We should win this game at Denver by any means. We should run the ball like crazy. They should be expecting it, but we should be able to do it like we did last time. And that is all I have to say about that. Now we look at the opponent in Denver the rest of the week. What does the silver and black need to do to win this game? Because my theory is simple and it's obvious. The Raiders have a shot to do something in the playoffs only if they are the two seed. If they secure the battleground and the field as the two seed, anything can happen. They'd have to win one home game. They'd be 60 minutes from the Super Bowl. McGloin can handle that, but only if the Raiders win on the road at Denver this weekend. In the last game, in the win against Denver, 30-20, to 20, Denver had everything to play for. Reigning Super Bowl champs, Sunday night football in Oakland, and they got boat raced and they got dominated at the line of scrimmage. Carr in that game threw for only 184 yards and no touchdowns, but the Raiders rushed for 218. Latavius, 114 on the ground, three touchdowns. Jalen Richard, eight rushes for 62 yards. And DeAndre Washington, 10 for 35. Janikowski, three of four from field goal range. In that game, Trevor Simeon, only 18 completions, only 18 completions for two touchdowns in that game. Denver only ran for 33 yards in that game. They had everything on the line. They're reigning Super Bowl champs. Now they're eliminated. They're eliminated from the postseason. They joined the fraternity of teams that have won the Super Bowl and didn't make it to the playoffs next year the following season that's the opponent for the silver and black 
as they close out the season on the road. Denver has nothing to play for other than pride. They have a divided locker room, and they just got beat in a game that took all the wind out of their sails. If Matt McGloin can't win that game on the road in Denver, then it's tough to think about him winning at Pittsburgh, let alone winning at Houston, winning the AFC Championship game at New England. Focus. Beat Denver and get that two seed. With that two seed, football miracles can happen. And let me tell you why. I was there for one of the greatest miracles in NFL history. A former Raider quarterback by the name of Haas. Jeff Hostetler. Oh, you youngsters, you probably never heard of him. And even legends didn't know who he was. Hostetler was a third-round pick in 1984 by the Giants. In five seasons, not one, two, three, in five seasons, he barely played. He only came in and mop-up duty. He was a third-string quarterback, unlike McGloin, second string. The Haas was a third-stringer. He was basically a holder on extra points. He was planning on retiring because he couldn't play anymore and he knew he had something left and Bill Parcells and the Giants wouldn't let him play. But then one of the greatest marches in the history of the NFL happened in 1990. Phil Simms broke his foot in Buffalo and the Giants were 11-3. Sound familiar? 11-3. Haas came in and won two games. And then won the first game of the playoffs against the Chicago Bears. And then he found himself playing against the greatest quarterback of all time. Guy by the name of Joe Montana in the NFC Championship game. Hostetler got hurt in the fourth quarter of that game, limped off the field, came back in that game in the fourth quarter, and led the Giants to two late scoring drives as they beat Roger Craig, Joe Montana and one of the great teams ever assembled, 15-13, to advance to Super Bowl 25. That's when I come into play. Born and raised a Giant fan, I was there at Super Bowl 25 against the vaunted Jim Kelly Buffalo Bills. And Hoff Statler was magical in that game. They beat the Bills 20-19 on the wide right field goal. Haas was 20-32 for 222 yards and only one touchdown. But the Giants won Super Bowl 25. And Hostetler at that point, before he came in, was Matt Bleepin' McGloin. Maybe worse, because he was going to quit because he couldn't play. And he led the Giants to one of the greatest Super Bowl and most memorable victories of all time. That's part of the backdrop of what McGloin is dealing with. What McGloin is dealing with now is an opportunity to go out and make history. Only seven quarterbacks in the history of this great game have led their teams to the Super Bowl. You might have heard of some of them. The great Roger Staubach in 1971. Terry Bradshaw in 1974. Jim Plunkett! Plunkett in 1980. Hostetler, 1990. Kurt Warner, who was bagging groceries in 99. Trent Dilfer who went through the silver and black in Oakland, and Tom Bleepin' Brady when Bledsoe went down in week two. I don't think McGloin is Kurt Warner or Tom Brady, but he can play at a level of Trent Dilfer and Jeff Hofstetler. Raider Nation, it's right in front of you. 
And it's important that everybody rallies around this organization and team. Call it a homerism. Call it whatever you want. That's usually from trolls and people who have an agenda. You want to see my Raider paycheck? I'll post it every two weeks if you want to call me a homer. I am engulfed in this update and this opportunity for the silver and black. I'm putting my balls on the line. I think the Raiders can do something special. I only had them winning 10 before the start of the year. They delivered 12-3 and to the East Bay and the Global Raider Nation. I was on the sideline in San Diego when 50,000 were roaring down on Phillip Rivers. Now it's time to get behind Matt McGloin. Have his back. Be a fanatic, not a Fairweather fan. Fan is short for fanatic. Let's hear and see the fanatics over the next couple of weeks. Let's rise up. Do something special. Don't throw in the towel like the cowards. Don't kick dirt on the grave of the silver and black. Back the team. They're your team, and they're not done. And I'm driving this McGloin train as far as it'll take me on 95.7 The Game. It is not over till it's over. The fat lady has not sung on the Oakland Raiders. And I just want to tell the fans, stand up, be proud, be loud. Look where we are. Don't listen to these hacks. You know who we got to support. Each other, bros and gals. So let's just stand up, be proud. Don't listen to any of this horse malarkey. And uh, we'll Raider on. We'll Raider on through this game. I can't wait for their faces when we get the W. It'll be priceless. All right, let's do the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Let's get on it. I need to get on the bone line because uh, i got to hear what you guys have to say. It is a traumatic time to be a Raider fan, no doubt. And our first caller is Raider Jane. Raider Ed Jane from Big Bear Lake, what is going on, girlfriend? I'm sure you're a little upset like the rest of us. What's up? Hi, guys. It's Raider Jane from Big Bear Lake. I just read online that we ended up winning the game. I had to bail, like, at three minutes. I... I, I couldn't take any more. I was so upset. I've never had the kind of emotions that I have had during this game. It was like the greatest thing ever that turned into the biggest nightmare ever. I I just I didn't know how to react and I, I just had to walk away. I just couldn't watch the end. But I did see that we won. Thank goodness. Now maybe I'll go back up and watch the end. But I'm just, I haven't gotten the verdict on Derek Carr yet. And I, I just, I don't know. I feel so devastated. Um, I mean, 13 and three, yay, or 12 and three, whatever. I'm just really messed up right now. But um, I'm super happy that we won, but I'm just so worried. Um, Anyway, just win, baby. Well, that pretty much says what everyone else was doing, too. We all <laughs> we all lost breath uh, when Carr went down. Trust me. And everyone's still in shock, girlfriend. Uh, not worry. Not to worry. we got another game to play. So let's move on. Thanks for the call, honey. 
And our next caller from Rhode Island is Raider John's in the house. What's up, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider John from Rhode Island. I haven't called in a while, but just felt like having to vent. Um, listen, I honestly, I wouldn't even blame you guys if you didn't even make a show this week. I honestly wouldn't. I don't think anybody would. Like, honestly, that that's how sick I am. I'm sure that's how sick you guys are. Well, yeah, Merry Christmas, by the way. I mean, <laughs> it's not so merry for me, Eric, right now. I don't know about you. I guess, I mean, I should appreciate things that mean more, you know. Don't get me wrong, but it's rough, man. It's a rough. Never, ever felt this way after a win, ever. Hope to never have to again. Um, all I can say now, Raider Nation, is we got to have faith in Matt McGloin. It doesn't sound promising, but what else can we do? And actually, he's not that bad. And the, the thing that hurts is Derek Carr is the face of our team, you know? He's like the face of our, our squad. And, like, even even to win without him, it just doesn't feel right. It hurts, man. I, I know. But what, what can you do? We just got to hope that, you know, in the future, he'll be okay and, Man, I just don't know what to say. Thank you for letting me back, guys. And have a good Christmas, Raider Nation. Keep your heads up, guys. We had a great season. I mean, I, I know it's it, there's nothing that anyone can say to make this feel better. But, you know, I mean, just be glad at least we're, we're good now and hopefully for years to come. Go Raiders. Take care, guys. Again, this is uh, the same sentiment that I'm sure is throughout the rest of the phone calls here. But – we do have, like you said, we got McGloin. We got to go with what we got. We can't do anything else. Uh, we can't do anything until it's over. And then we can reflect on the season and what happened and get ready for next year. Uh, we'll see what happens. We have uh, plenty of football left to play. So let's just suck it up and uh, see what happens. But devastating is an understatement, my brother. And our next caller from Maryland is in the house. I liked what he's saying, man. What you got? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Food Stamp Raider from Maryland. And obviously this is a disgusting development. We won the game, but we lost the war. Derek Carr's out for the season with a broken ankle. And this is why you don't mess around with teams that are inferior. We should have been running the ball. We should have ran the football. We had control of the football game, but Musgrave struck again and had to be cute. We could have won the Super Bowl this year. I don't care about our defense. We could have won the Super Bowl this year. We had the people to win the AFC this year. We could have went anywhere in the AFC, even on the road in Foxborough, and won. We had the team to do it. We had the offensive line to do it. But because somebody wanted to get fancy, we lost our starting quarterback for the season. Man, I want to cuss so bad. But I'm not going to do it, Raider Greg, out of respect to the new direction of the show. This is a disgrace. It's a tragedy. We could have did it this year, family. We could have did it this year, Raider Nation. But Musgrave got cute. And all I know is Mark Davis said the same thing I was saying when they put the camera on him. Why are you throwing the ball in the fourth quarter with a three-touchdown lead? 
We could have did it, Raider Nation. We could have done it. This is Food Stamp Raider from Maryland. I'm disgusted. This was a great season. But, man, I'm out. As much as I like to pile on Musgrave, yeah, we should have run the ball, but these things happen, man. They happen one way or another. You know, it's it's a part of the game. Unfortunately, it happened to us. And this is a great season. And, yeah, we could have won a Super Bowl. But this is a great way to start. We have a young core. Listen, man, we're not a bunch of old guys looking to hold on to the last gasp. We are a young team with all positive going on. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna think about that. I think we can make the Super Bowl next year. because uh, we are that good and that strong. It's just gonna get better. Uh but yes, we could have done a lot of damage, but we're not out, bro. We are not done yet. So let's just see how this party ends up. Thanks for the call, man. And our next caller, my very good brother, Raider Steve from Vegas. Very good fan, solid Raider fan in the house. What's happening, brother? Hey, Raider Greg. It's Raider Steve in Vegas. Uh, car's got a broken leg. Feels like the end of the world on Christmas Eve, man. I know there's a lot of stuff to be celebrating about, but uh sure don't feel like celebrating, man. I give up everything. Uh, this is the worst. It's like somebody died in, in our house, and uh, I'm sure everybody will feel better tomorrow. But this is the worst. I guess we'll rally around McGoin. Regardless, it's been a good season. And, uh, you know, maybe we can make the AFC Championship. I don't know. Maybe Mac and the guys can rally and, and do something, but sure doesn't feel that way right now. Either way, appreciate the show. Appreciate everything you guys do. And uh, I'm sure the Raiders will be better next year. I'm out. Yeah, you know, I'm feeling you, bro. We're all feeling you. This is a show that has to have a lot of uh, venting. Let me just say that. This is a counseling show, this Raider Nation podcast, this episode, because we're all blown away on Christmas Eve. We were all blown away uh, by this tragedy uh, on our team, especially after such amazing, magical season it has been. So, uh, yeah, we all got to just take a take a nice glass of water, <laughs> drink it on down, and move forward, man, because uh, that's what we got to do. We got no choice, and then next year will take care of itself. That's all you got to do, bro. I appreciate the call, and we understand all of us. And our next caller, the Pennsylvania Raider. He's in the house. What's up, bro? Oh, I know what's up. (laughs) I know. Hey, what's up, nation? Pennsylvania Raider. Looks like we had a little uh, nightmare before Christmas. Uh... Derek Carr broke his fibula. Not looking too good. Uh, so it looks like uh, McGloin's our guy moving forward. Uh, so that's it. I mean, you know, it don't matter. Uh, it don't matter how we got here, but we're here. We're in the playoffs. Uh, we're gonna know a lot uh, next week when we play Denver. Gonna know 
you know, how, how deep this can go. But, um, Hey man, what are you going to do? Shit happens. All right, nation. Merry Christmas. Pennsylvania Raider. I'm out. Exactly, brother. I love the way you ended it. What are you going to do? We're going to cheer on our team, not listen to the hacks, and keep going until we're not going. And that's all we can do. Uh, it's been a great season, though. you got to admit that. So who knows what can happen. We can just hope for the best. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is from Kansas City. Well, maybe not Kansas City, but from Kansas. Raider Corey's in the house. What's up, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a Happy New Year to you. This is Raider Corey in Kansas. Uh, my uh, my call this week is going to kind of echo my call from about a week and a half ago after the Chiefs' loss. Now, we got a big win this week, a real big win, because let me tell you, the Colts scared me this week. The, uh, the Colts have a relatively explosive offense at times, and we pretty well shut them down. We gave up a few big plays, but for the most part, we shut them down. We had, what, two interceptions? Reggie Nelson, man, he's tearing it up this year. He leads the league in interceptions. And uh, I know we all got our heads hung low because it's a scary situation right now. And uh, it's looking at surgery for Derek Cole, broken fibula from what I understand. And it's real scary, especially with uh, me being where I am and all these Chiefs guys talking shit. Yeah, I hate to drop the S word. I'm sorry. I hope you don't have to believe it. But uh, we hear a lot of crap talking around here. But anyway, you know what? Look, we're 12 and 3 right now, brother. 12 and 3, guys. Raider Nation, we are 12 and 3. Just like I said last last time I called in, how many of y'all thought we'd be 12 and 3 this time of year? How many of y'all thought we'd be 7 and 9 this time last year? So, look at the improvement we're making, okay? Carr's going to be back next year, and Matt McGoin ain't terrible. He's uh he's had a few bad plays. But in the time, in the small amount of time that Matt McGoin has played for us, he hasn't done that bad. So don't don't hang your heads too low. Keep your heads held high because, look, you know what? The Chiefs lose tomorrow. We're looking at a first-round bye and home field advantage. Okay? So keep your heads held high, brother, because I'll tell you what I am. Me and my wife, we're both wearing our car jerseys. We do every game day ever since we've got them. And, I, you know, I had to get rid of my Darren McFadden jersey a while back. And, uh, unfortunately, last year – well, I'm sorry, the year before last, I had to get rid of my Charles Woodson jersey because I went to the Chiefs game in Arrowhead wearing my white Charles Woodson jersey for the first time I've ever bought an away jersey, first time I ever bought a white jersey. I got a real bad nosebleed and blood all over my Charles Woodson jersey. <laughs> one of the saddest moments of my life. But I'll tell you what, this is one of the happiest moments of my life because I was born in 86. I'm 30 years old. I haven't been around long enough to see a Raiders Super Bowl. I've only been around long enough to see a couple playoff appearances. You know, in my recent memory, since I was a little bitty kid, I grew up, you know, first couple Raiders games I ever saw were some of the Bo Jackson days, and I can barely remember that. But listen, guys, keep your heads held high. We got Mario Edwards back. You know, God willing, we might get Alden Smith back come playoff time. I sure hope so. It sure seems like Roger Goodell is – is 
P word putting around, if you know what I'm saying. But anyway, I'm going to get off here. I know, I, I know you're going to have a lot of callers this week. But Raider Greg, Raider Randy, and Raider Nation, I want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. And I want to wish everybody a Happy New Year. And hope everybody has safe travels and uh, happy holidays. I love you guys, man. We all stick together. We're all Raider Nation. There's only one Raider Nation, okay? So you guys keep your heads held high and, and love one another and be kind to one another. Love you guys. Bye. Well, there you have it. You know, this is kind of the collective conscious of the Raider Nation is all starting to realize where we are, where we're going, what we have to do, and calming down after this tragic loss, because it is a tragic loss, a tough one to shake off, but it's not over till it's over. Uh, we have a team that got us here. This Carr didn't win all these 12 games by himself. Uh, we have a a good team, and hopefully that team will rally around our new quarterback and we will continue to win games. We must win this Sunday in Denver. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller, my very good brother, the Raider Junkie. He's in the house. <laughs> I love this guy. What's happening, brother? Merry Christmas. What's up, Raider Randy, Raider Greg? This is the Raider Junkie on Christmas Eve, wishing everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year's and safe holidays. As you all know, yeah, I don't even want to say it, but we are going to be out with our man. Derek Carr, as you all know, broke his fibula. Now, Raider Greg, it just breaks me. After that victory, that we have to have a solemn time as Derek Carr is out for the season. Raider Nation, I was hoping it was a rolled ankle, but as I heard later on, Bleacher's report saying that he thinks he had broke his leg, and sure enough, that's what he did. Raider Nation, you know what? We came out, we kicked some butt in the first half, we took care of our business, we took care of Andrew Luck. These guys were dominated. The Raiders dominated with turnovers. I think we got, what, two turnovers from the defense? We capitalized on it. Everything was going beautiful. Halftime, we were celebrating. Yes, let's just keep the medal to the pedal. And it kept going the third quarter until late in the fourth quarter. A lot of people said, why is the car out? Why is some of these starters, you know, being pulled out? Well, listen, even though we were ahead, don't, uh, right before the injuries, the Colts had scored. It wasn't over. We were up by 18, at least two scores or more. But it wasn't over. I don't blame Del Rio. I keep car in. It's a fluke play. It's just something that happened. It could have happened the first game, fifth game. Could have had it happen in San Diego or before. It's just something that injuries. People remember injuries is the major concern of the NFL. If you can avoid injuries to your main 
components like a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, a defensive back, a linebacker, whatever. Your star player, Khalil Mack, could have went down in that car, and that would have hurt us. Raider Greg, like I say, this victory, this victory is solemn with a deep heart. Everybody's prayer goes off the car. It's all about rehab from now on. We've got to get behind McGlowan and stick with him. He's going to get all the reps this week. Uh, that's for sure with Connor taking some snaps. We're going up to Denver. Now, let's see what happens there. If we can pull out a victory there, hopefully get that vibe, give McGlowan some more uh, reps, more practice, and getting ready for that first game. Raider Nation, you know what? You got to man up. You got to suck up your nuts and just man up. Next man up, because you know what? That's all we got is McGlowey. He's a gunslinger. He likes to throw the ball. He's going to make mistakes. I know that, but hopefully it won't cost us. But I believe in McGlowey, and you guys do too, because you know what? He could start, and any other team in the NFL right now would love to have him as a backup. So let's rally behind him, Raider Nation. And let's rally behind our team. Because let me tell you, you know what? We're in the playoffs. It don't give up. We're still in the playoffs, and anything could happen. He could be our Cinderella story of the year. And you know Derek Carr will be there at his side to help him study, film, anything he needs on the sideline. Because Derek Carr is a man of his word, and will be right by his side. So don't lose faith, Raider Nation, because I'm not, and I'm still going to Oakland no matter what. Later. Yeah, brother, I love your fire, man. I love your attitude. We're going to take care of business. We have no choice. Who would have thought we'd been here in the first place at the beginning of the season. But here we are. It happens. We got to move on, even though it is brutal for sure. <laughs> brutal. Thanks for the call, brother, and the inspiration. And our next caller, my very good brother, Raider Rick out of Utah. What's happening, bro? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Andy. This is Raider Rick from Utah. Hey, just wanted to give my thoughts and prayers to Derek Carr and his family at uh, this time of year, especially at Christmas time. Um, nobody, nobody, no player deserves to be injured, especially on Christmas. Um, and I uh, hope that and pray uh, that the surgery goes well. Our, I know my family's thoughts and prayers are, are with him at this time. And he was doing great three touchdown passes leading this team, uh, doing good. But I th- I hope that his leadership and his capabilities and his knowledge will be with Matt McGloin and that he can help him in any way possible. And um, I also have, have a hope and a prayer that uh, the, the Lord will help uh, the Raiders to focus and play like they have been playing with a with a uh, their new 
uh, quarterback, Matt McGloin, and that he can be uh, safe and protected. And So I hope he recovers well, heals well. I want to thank you for the bone line and for the prayers that you give on the show. And, you know, we're all Christians. And, again, it's a somber time for Raider Nation making the playoffs and everything. But um, next man up, hope McGloin can play well, get, get some – Time in his belt before we um, get the playoffs. Anyway, this is Ray Rick. Time out. Well, first, thanks for the call, brother. I appreciate that. And yeah, you know, we have to stay together as a Raider Nation for sure. We should pray for our young quarterback, as I'm sure we all have from the very second he got hurt. Uh, continue those prayers because they count and they make a big difference. I appreciate your props, brother. And, uh, don't be down. We still have a couple games to go, I think. Thanks for the call, man. And our next caller, the Bluegrass Raiders in the house. I'm feeling you, bro. What's up? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, Bluegrass Raider calling in again. Um, first and foremost, Raider Nation, as much as I would love to well, extend my Merry Christmas and happy holiday wishes to everybody in the Red Nation and everybody's families. It is with a heavy heart that uh, I'm dealing with the whole uh, injury to Derek Carr and uh, our quarterback, our leader. And uh, Ray Greg, I'll make this brief. Yeah, we won today, but it was against Colts, but it was bittersweet. And something that worries me going into the postseason, yeah, Carr is out indefinitely, but McLeod, I even said it on Facebook, we as fans, as a resonation, have to get behind him. He's still a Raider, regardless of how you may feel about him. And by you, I mean all of us. It's our job to be supportive and be behind him. We have to, we have to run with his team. Now, the only thing that worries me, Raider Greg, and I want to get your take on this. I hope this makes the show because I really want to get your take. The defense just, and obviously it's from it happening itself, but the defense just gave up, you know, and we can't do this. We can't do that moving forward. We have to band together. We have to move on. We have to keep playing. We have to keep hitting hard. Derek would want to do that, man. I'm sure he does. And we, we can't give up. We can't lay down. We have to keep fighting. You know, we made it to 12-3. and three. We're on the verge of taking the division. And, you know, and I'm trying very hard not to swear. Once again, it being Christmas Eve and all. Merry Christmas to you and your family, everybody in the Red Nation, and the Derek's family. And I pray for your speedy recovery and all of that. Raider Nation, let's keep the faith, let's keep it up, let's be Raiders. Come on now, we can do this. Let's do it, everybody. I love you all. God bless. Go Raiders. Well, you can see, brother, and the rest of Raider Nation, the, the bone line is heavy. It's a heavy line, this this game. A lot of people have got the the wind knocked out of their sails. I mean, from being so high to being so low, it's brutal. It's a brutal shock. Uh, I still have to wonder about it myself. We have to rally around McGloin. We got no choice. 
I did notice in that game the defense folded up after Carr got hurt. Definitely big difference in the energy, a big momentum swing as well. Uh, this team better rally around McGloin, and I mean quick, because we can't have that happening when we go to Denver, for sure. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is my good brother, Raider Dan from Kansas City. What's happening, my brother? Raider Greg, Raider Ramy, this is Raider Dan from KC. Well, Carr got hurt. You know, we show heart, we won the game. I want to tell Raider Nation this. Uh, our leader of our team, our quarterback, is a great man of faith. Uh, God has put a test in front of him. God also put a test in front of Raider Nation. And I know Carr's going to step back in the room and he's going to have surgery and God's going to heal his leg. Before this team going forward, we all got faith in God. We have faith in Derek Carr, too. We have faith in each other as Raider Nation. And we have faith in God. And we're going to move forward. We're going to pray for Mr. McCloy to go out there and do the best he possibly can do. God can touch him as well as he touched Derek Carr, as well as he has touched Raider Nation. And I want Raider Nation to know that, hey, I'm behind Derek Carr. I'm behind Matt McClellan. I'm behind this team. We're all are. We're one nation. We're Raider Nation under God. Raider Gray, Raider Randy, Raider Dan is out. Go Raiders, always. First, I appreciate the phone call, brother. Second, I appreciate all the positive energy there in that call. Now, yeah, God knows what's happening. Uh, Carr is blessed by God. And sometimes God will put in front of you the biggest obstacle in your life just to have you grow to another level to serve him. This is a fact, folks. Just telling you what it is. Happens to all of us. And in this case, I believe it's a very strong case for his faith. Because if you listen to how he's talking, he's feeling like he's going to get out of bed tomorrow and start throwing a football. That's what his strong faith has done for him. And we need to have faith in this team. I think we do. I think we're all starting to wake up out of this haze uh, post-injury and understand what's really at stake here. I appreciate your call, brother. Very well said. And our next caller is, by any means, Mario. Yeah, Mario's back. But uh, what's happening, brother? How can we help you today? Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? This is, by any means, Mario. Um, what a devastating day today is. Um, I'm literally here at the airport on my way um, home to fly back home. Um, and still, I mean, I can't, I still can't believe what happened yesterday. It was actually one of the first complete games the Raider Nation had. And at the end of the day, <sighs> car going down was just the worst thing that could have happened. It's tough. It's really tough. Um, being at the game, it was literally dead silent, dead silent. And, and we, we, we knew it when we saw, we saw him go down and just simply just, I mean, 
everything just flashed before our eyes and, you know, the hopes and everything um, kind of went down from there. But um, we left with the victory, which is the most important thing. And um, the next next guy up, got to step up. So McLean, we're all going <laughs> to jump on your wagon because we, we need you, man. So he's he's a he's a smart guy. He's been through a lot, so his story is very very unique. Um, so uh, the good thing is that defense has been winning the game. So we 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 have to believe. So by any means, we have to make sure that uh, we get that home field advantage, and we'll we'll go from there. Um, so I just wanted to say Merry Christmas to the Raider Nation. Let's stay positive. Um, pray for Carr. Um, that's our leader, but. Um, you know, nothing's easy. NFL works this way, injuries. So hopefully we get to, um, you know, experience. We're, the good thing is, you know, we have a playoff game. We're again, we're in the playoffs. So um, anything can happen from there. Uh, Greg, Ray, Randy, appreciate the podcast. Look forward to it. Um, want to throw out a shout-out to uh, Raider Bullis. He actually introduced me to this podcast. I, um, I appreciate that. Love you, bro. Um, Raider Nation, stay positive. Let's do this. God bless the Raiders. And, you know, hey, we're going to the playoffs. This is by any means, Mario. I'm I'm out. You know, I love you guys. You guys are the best. Um, Uplifting fans, even though we're bummed, you can totally tell everybody's got the wind knocked out of them. But we all know what has to happen. We all know the direction we need to go, and there's only one way to go. And so we're all going to rally, no matter what anybody else says. The Raider Nation is going to rally around this team. You can believe that, uh, especially now that mainstream media is putting it in our face and uh, making jokes, actually. I think that's classless. Uh, But then again, I never really liked mainstream media anyhow. Thank you for the call, bro. And our next caller is Raider Bray from L.A. I like this call. What's happening, bro? Oh, Raider Greg and Raider Randy. First off, Merry Christmas. Today's Christmas. Yesterday was Christmas Eve. And we got coal in our stocking. They were looking so good, playing so well on all facets of the game. And now... Derek is done for the season. Uh, you know, I know you want to be clean, but McGloin um, came through for us. Took a little time he was there. I think that if everybody steps their game up a notch, defense, offensive line, uh, receivers, special teams, we're going to be okay and win several more games. I don't know if we'll make it to or through the Super Bowl, but we could. You know, this is a team game. Derek is our man, but he's out for the season, and I think that we can do it. Uh, our defense has been coming up strong. Uh, we got Edwards back. Um, you know, I, I just I get the feeling we can continue and keep winning games. So uh, hopefully the Broncos beat the Chiefs tonight, and we get the we have the division and a week off, and then start pounding in the in the playoffs. I think Mugoin, he's going to win us some games. So, uh, Raider Nation, I know it, it sucks, but I think we're going to we're going to win some more games. So, keep keep the faith and uh, go Raiders.
Raider Bray from L.A. Out. Merry Christmas. Yeah, you pretty much summed it up for everybody in this call. I liked it. I like the way you came out with it. I love the, ah. <laughs> yes, sirree. That was a collective sound for sure. We're going to be okay. We'll just have to see. We got to rally. Nothing else we could do, man. Nothing else we could do. We got to stop being bummed, though, because there's nothing we can do about it. And next from Charleston, Charleston, South Carolina, it's the Chucktown Raiders in the house. What's up, brother? Hey, Raider Greg, this is the Chucktown Raider from Charleston, South Carolina. Um, I know everybody is calling about Carr, but uh, I think uh, I think uh, all those prayers are going out to him, and I think he's going to be fine. Uh, whether or not he plays, it, uh, whether or not uh, Doctor Romanowski gets him in the hyperbaric chamber, gets him healed in like three minutes or whatever he was saying on his little. Uh, show uh regardless about that um the big thing is uh leadership for the team and um and as my wife pointed out um that team looks to coach jack del rio and uh i just want to ask uh everybody to to remember the coach coach jack del rio in their prayers and help him lead the team because uh, the loss of car affects him uh, as much as anybody else. I mean, you could see it on his face, uh, how, uh, how out of sorts he gets when something happens to Carr. So, um, everybody just, uh, pull together and, uh, and pray. And the, you know, this team has, has honored the Lord, um, this entire season. And, uh, you know what? The Lord honors those that honor him. So you just keep that in mind and, and get your prayers up to, uh, to the Lord and, and in uh, in respect to Coach Jack Del Rio. Excellent call, brother. Excellent call on many levels. One, for sure, and I haven't said it, and I'm glad you did, we got to pray for Coach Del Rio. Do you see how he was teary-eyed, very emotional talking about Derek? I mean, it's always been said the coach goes with his quarterback. So if the quarterback doesn't do well, the coach doesn't do well. That's how it is. And Derek Carr and our coach have a great relationship. The team has a great relationship with our coach. We certainly should pray for him. And uh, this team has been prayer warriors, absolutely. This is a different Raider football team, folks. This is a team led by a good Christian man. And trust me, that does not – it's not – not seen by God. Trust me. He sees the sacrifice. He sees the prayers. He sees what's happening, and he will make things right. You can guarantee it. Uh, but to pray for our coach, I couldn't have said it better for myself, brother. Thank you for that. And our next caller is Raider Ho from Indio. At least he was. What's happening, brother? Hey, Raider Nation, this is Raider Ho. What's going on, fellas? Uh, you know, I don't want to touch on uh, everything that everybody's going to be talking about, which is Carr's uh, broken leg, but uh, I think we'll be okay. I mean, I'm not saying that uh, that uh, McGloin is going to be Carr S, but I think if the line can give him protection and uh, give him easy throws 
and um, I think we'll be okay. Um, defense needs to step up, and uh, everybody else needs to step up, and uh, let's win this one for Carr. Also, I want to give a shout-out to the Grim Raiders. Um, he did a giveaway for the kids, and uh, he selected my daughter uh, to win an autographed football by Derek Carr, and uh, it brought her to tears, and it was uh, awesome to see. Um, I posted it on Facebook. If you're uh, friends with Grim Raider, check it out. But I just wanted to give him props and uh, thank him so much. Um, that just made her Christmas all that much more special. Anyway, guys, uh, Happy New Year. Uh, be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. Um, and uh, let's go Raiders. Let's beat those Broncos. Peace out. I love the attitude, bro. I really do. I think that that's the way we all have to approach this whole thing. Um, and, well, we, we got next man up mentality, and we'll see what happens on Sunday. And I hope we uh, get the W. We should. We have a better team. So we should beat the Broncos anyway. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway. It is the Crusader. Raider. He's in the house. Hello, Raider Nation. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, ringing you from London, England, and wishing you all a very happy holidays. Happy holidays, Raider Greg, Randy, and all the team. Always good to hear you guys. Hey, we're 13 of... What are we? 13... 13 games? 12 games? How many games are we going to win this season? But the Raiders are winning. And, yes, okay, Derek Carr's out. That's a real blow to all of us. But, guys, we've got to remain positive. We've got to remember, in the 12 Days of Christmas song, the last five lines were, Five sacks from Mac, four Murray rushes, three points from Jano, two punts from King. And a touch down from Matt McGloin. We've got to believe, guys. It's Christmas. Happy holidays. Good wishes to Derek Carr. Get well soon and get on that sideline. Help Matt McGloin in these playoffs. We're going to be positive. We're going to get in there. Let's hope that uh, Denver does us a favour tonight against KC. Let's hope we get uh, home field advantage in a week off. Let's see, see Derek Carr on the sidelines there, helping Matt McGloin. And just remember, we had seven players in the in the. Uh, Pro Bowl, seven other players in reserves. We are not a one-trick pony anymore. We're the Raider Nation. We're not a bandwagon fan team. We're going to do this. Let's stick together. Go Raider Nation. Go Raider Nation podcast. Happy holidays and a happy 2017. The Raiders are in the playoffs. Just win, baby. Well, what can you say after that? I can't sing. You can. <laughs> Very well done, Keith. And he's right. You know, we got to stand behind our team. Uh, we haven't had these many wins in a very, very long time. So let's just hold on. Let's hold on to hope because that's what we have. And we can hold on to McGloin because he's our man. And uh, he's not the only man on this team either. we got a team behind him that can beat the Denver Broncos. I know we can. We have a better team. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is the Spooky Raider, calling out of Kentucky. 
What's happening, my brother? Writer Greg, this is Spooky Writer, coming out of Massachusetts, Kentucky. I got your message, dog. Ain't gonna drop no F bombs. You know, car got hurt, he's out. I feel like he's out. You know, some reason I'm sitting here thinking he might play. Probably some crazy shit in my mind. I know he ain't gonna play. All right? I'm a big Rocky Ford fan. Rocky, one, two, three, four, five, six, whatever. I'm all about heart, passion. I'm bringing the passion from Raider Nation out of Kentucky. We're not indestructible, dog. You hear that right there? Ain't no easy way out. With that said, McGloin is our quarterback from here on out. We still got Khalil Mack, Bruce Irvin. Hopefully, Joseph will be back. We got Emerson. We got Kerry. We got Smith. We got enough players to rally around this team and pull McGloin in, take him in. I believe McGloin can get this done. I really do. I believe it. With the coaches we got, other than Musgrave, I hate that son of a bitch. I hate him. I can't stand him. But anyway, McGloin, we got to rally around him, Raider Nation. We got to rally around number 14. That's the only choice we got. This is our first damn playoff game since 2002. It's the only chance we got. Only chance we got. Ain't no easy way out, Raider Nation. No easy way out. All we got to do is play defense, run the ball. I like McGloin. I like him. Every time he's come in the game, he's played well for us. I remember two years ago, three years ago, whatever it was, at Kansas City, he brought us back in the game within one score, and then Taiwan Jones, whoever the hell it was, fumbled the ball. I believe he can make plays. Most time when he comes in the game, we're down by two or three scores. This guy was undrafted out of Penn State. He, he's got a he's got a passionate heart in him. He wants to win. He wants to be somebody. He's on a contract here. I'm telling you, he's not a Derek Carr. He's not a Derek Carr. Don't let me get you wrong. He's not a Derek Carr. But he can get the job done, I think. I really do, with the team we got. I'm just trying to find a reason to get fired up. I don't want to go in the playoffs knowing we're going to lose. And I don't want this team, the Raiders, of 2016 to take the Season's over just because Derek Carr's out. You know what? Big two-man roster. One man's gone. You know, we've lost a couple others. No no big names to talk about, but we still got every other player on there that can get this done. This is where we show and we fight and we show all these other mother... Sorry, I ain't going to drop no F-bombs. We show all these other teams that we ain't giving up and there ain't no easy way out. We're going to get this done. And we're going to win this next game one at a time. Then we'll go to the next game, win that one, and hopefully we'll get to the Super Bowl and win that one. I ain't giving up. And I don't want the Raider Nation to give up on our whole season, everything we fought for, because one man went down. Even though I love Derek Carr with all my heart, I know he's coming back next year and he's going to be our quarterback. But we wouldn't be in this situation if it wasn't for Derek Carr. We got a backup quarterback for a reason, and that's Matt McGloin. And we got to rally around this guy and help him out, Raider Nation. That includes the team, the coaches, everybody. And I'm sitting here willing to say, I think he can get it done. I really can. I really think he can get it done. So, with that said, I'm going to sign off by saying, Raider Nation, the spooky Raider out of Kentucky, Madisonville, Kentucky, I'm out.
Ray to Luke, my son. He's over here giving his little shout out. But anyway, Raider Nation, I'm out. Spooky Raider. One more thing, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. It's Spooky Raider out of Kentucky again. Just want to tell all the Raider Nation. I got online, I ordered my number 14 McGoin Raider personalized jersey. It should be here within the next game. I'm believing this McGloin can take us to where we need to go. If y'all don't want to believe it, don't believe it. But I'm going to believe. Because I've I always been told my life, don't believe. Don't stop believing in anything that can happen. So I don't order my jersey. I ain't trying to tell y'all to go order one. I don't care. Money ain't an issue to me. I'm going to order it. I'm getting it here. And I'm going to support this Raider Nation team all the way to the end. Win or lose, they don't matter. Next year, I'm still a Raider fan. I'm still a Raider fanatic. But I just want to tell you that. Anyway, Raider Nation, out. I love this call. I love this call. I love the passion in this call. I love the no quit in this call. And I love the fact you're buying a jersey with number 14 on it, bro. That is bold stuff. I couldn't have said anything better myself, so I will not. Great call. Great take. Thanks for the call, brother. It's always good. And our last caller, but not our least, the Durham Raider from Northeast England. Got to be cold there, bro. What is happening? Hello, Raider Greg. This is the Durham Raider calling in from a frostbitten northeast of England, land of the Prince Bishops here in County Durham. First time caller, long time listener. Want to wish uh, everybody out there, the Raider Nation, a belated Merry Christmas, a happy and prosperous 2017 for hopefully for my brothers and sisters in the Raider Nation and for our team. Wanted to ring in really and. Uh, just, just get behind Matt McGloin now. You know he's he's our guy. Want to rally the troops, call to arms really for for the nation. You know let's let's get behind our guy now. Got to get behind the team. You know we're all got to be pulling in the same direction now. I uh, picture the scene, of course, Christmas Eve there. It was uh, about half past eleven Greenwich Mean Time PM. I was laid in bed watching the the Raiders hammer. The Colts, really, we were absolutely, we had them on toast for uh, for a long time. And, uh, you know, I was pretty happy, feeling in festive spirit. You know, and then, of course, what happened, happened, and absolute devastation. Um, sense of mourning, really, in, in my household. Um, woke up Christmas morning, should have been jolly. My wife and daughter were opening the presents Santa Claus had been, he'd, he'd visited our house, you know, he'd, he'd been very generous um, and everybody was jolly, the family came around eating Christmas turkey you know, everybody was in high spirits except me and, and my old man really and people were saying, you know, what's the matter it's a, it's a great day, everything's great, we should be happy, it's, it's Christmas and uh, you know, me and my old man there, he got me into this. He gave me the bug about 20 years ago, and we just sat with glum faces, and uh, we both knew what each other was going through, and nobody else could understand it, but, you know, just a feeling of uh, absolute disappointment and devastation, and we hadn't felt that sort of hurt, really, since uh, since 2003, when the, 
you know, the Raiders played the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl, and uh, obviously our last time that we were we were uh, in greatness, really. Um, but as the days have passed, I've come to terms with it a little bit more. You know, the morning has ceased a little bit, um, and coming coming now, really, just just coming to, to terms and and starting to feel optimistic again because uh, start of the season, if you'd have given me nine wins. I'd have probably ripped your hand off. Um, was just wanting to see some progression from this team. We knew that was a it was a long process. It was a it was a work. You know, a team in action. Um, and we knew that it would take some time. Reggie McKen McKenzie and Jack Del Rio are building something truly great here. Um, and I was I was happy to let it go another year or so. Um, but. We're well ahead schedule, well ahead of schedule, and uh, to, to have 12 wins now is phenomenal. It's beyond my wildest dreams. I would have been delighted if we could have just maybe scraped a wild card, but we've got a real chance this week of, of number one spot in, in the AFC. And, uh, you know, going in to face the donkeys with uh, Matt McGloin, he's our guy. We've got to get behind him. We've still got a lot of uh, important and impressive weapons on both sides of the ball. Three-headed monster Russian attack. Two, you know, two Pro Bowl guys, okay, Krabs maybe didn't make it, but he, in my opinion, is a Pro Bowl uh, wide receiver. Coops is unreal. Coops is, uh, he's going to be a force, you know. Those two guys have, are as good as we've had since uh, Jerry Rice and Tim Brown, for sure. And, uh, you know, they're really exciting. Anybody, uh, any one of about eight and nine guys on that offense can really, really put points up and, and make plays and... Uh, of course, Irvin and Mark and Mario Edwards Jr. coming back as well, and uh, Nelson and Smith on uh, Amerson as well. We've got some weapons on on defense as well, and you know Marquette King. Uh, I'm coming on here today representing my uh, silver and black UK boys, and there's a guy there, uh, Paul Berry. Every Monday morning, he uh, he posts up a video of the latest uh, Marquette King dance. Marquette King is our our leader, and. Uh, you know, we've got some real real weapons is what I'm trying to say. And, um, you know, there's much to be excited about. We've got the best offensive line in football, and they're going to give Matt McGloin all the time he needs, and he's got the weapons now at his disposal. I truly believe that uh, we've got a chance. You know, with Matt McGloin isn't Derek Carr. We still would rather have Derek Carr, but, you know, we've got to rally behind our guy. Um, and I think, he'll, I think he'll surprise a few people. And hopefully, you know, he's going to get it done. Hopefully the guys will get it done going in to face the donkeys this weekend. One thing's for sure, I'd rather have Matt McGloin going in there than uh, than Paxton Lynch. And even Simeon. You know, I, I believe McGloin's better than those two morons. So, you know, we've got to be hopeful. We've got to hope for a home playoff game. And I know for a fact the nation are going to absolutely make it hell for whoever comes in there. Whichever opposition comes in there, they're going to make the, a massive... It's going to be a wall of noise... And you guys are gonna you're gonna make the noise and gonna keep going and keep shouting and hollering until the last breath and the last second of the of the game. So, you know, really just a call to arms to all my brothers and sisters out there around the world, Raider Nation. I love every one of you. And uh the Raiders are gonna to return to greatness, definitely. Whether it's this year, whether it's early twenty seventeen or whether it's a little bit later, but we're gonna get there. And uh yeah, just wanna come on here. And just say that we're in good hands. We're in good hands with Del Rio, McKenzie, and uh, it's coming.
the rain of nation, the autumn wind, it's blowing in. The autumn wind is blowing in. So that's about all I've got to say for now. God bless every single one of you, Raider Greg, everybody out there in the Raider Nation listening. I love you all. Go Raiders! That was an epic call, brother. I love the fact that you and your dad, Raider fans in in England, the only two people bummed, they're probably the only two people who really knew what was going on with Derek Carr and the possibilities of our team, and it paints a beautiful picture, man. I can see it. The whole Raider Nation is in shock. You put it very well. The players we have can win. We can win with who we have. We came this far. Who would have thought we'd have come this far? And, you know, the message is very clear, bro. I thank you for the phone call and the encouraging words of, we have a young team. The talent is just starting to get going. And we can add pieces to it this year and next year. And we're just going to get better. Yeah, this record this year has blown my mind. We're here. We got to take advantage of it and see how far we could take this thing. I'd love to go to the Super Bowl again. Just like this team would, just like they're going to try to get it done. I appreciate the call, brother. God bless you and your family on this holiday season. Merry Christmas and a happy new year to you. All right, Raider Nation, that will do it for this episode of the Raider Nation podcast. I want to thank all the callers, all the emotion shared because it was a very uh, <laughs> tumultuous time in the Lazeo house for sure. Raider Greg's family, we've been bumming it just like everybody else. Um, but it's time to stand up, take a stand. Sunday's coming quick. We've got to turn this thing around. Raider Nation, show up in Denver. Show them who we are. That'd be even better. Fill that place up with silver and black as well. Uh, we can do this. I think we can. Let's see what happens on Sunday. Uh, we got lots going forward. Let's see what happens. I am Raider Greg, and I am out. <laughs> <laughs>